For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's going on, everybody? You people are listening to Topic Thunder. Chicago Bulls game in which the Thunder walked away victorious 121 to 98. Not actually sure if that's correct. Ah, so close. 121 to 96. Sorry, I was trying to go without my notes. Um, but yeah, this game was really fun because obviously uh, going into this game, it wasn't circled before the season because, you know, the Bulls aren't really a playoff team. But the fact that the Bulls beat us by two off a Laurie Marketing game winner and a missed game winner by Paul George, um, the Thunder really wanted this one. And you could kind of tell from the beginning. But before I get ahead of myself, let's go ahead and hook up the TiVo. You don't need to explain to me why you need TiVo. notes pre-game though. First of all, uh, oh gosh, I forgot to say his name. Arcidiano, no, Arcidiacono, 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 I think so. I think that's how he says his name. Anyways, it remains the best name in the league and I, I, I don't know why. I just, I, I think it's really funny sounding. It's, it's Right now, it's over beyond the Sintenta Pumpo. Um, but anyways, that's another story. Uh, talking about some kicks today. Russell Westbrook was rocking some neon greens. Paul George was rocking some uh, neon pinks. And Schroeder was rocking the neon yellow. So together, they look like the highlighter pack. Uh, I was waiting for Adams and Jamie Grant to rock that neon blue or uh, neon orange from somebody. So maybe we can get the whole collection next time. Alright, so in the first quarter, uh, Paul George made his first shot of the game, and it was a three. Uh, literally, we got the tip off, uh, Russ did his little flip thing, gave it to Paul George, Paul George ran an action, gave it to Russ, Russ gave it to Paul George off screen, Paul made the three, crab went wild. That was awesome. What wasn't awesome was the Thunder missing their next nine shots. Um, that ninth miss was actually Adams, but he tipped in his miss to end the Thunder's cold streak. Now, Russell Westbrook missed his first two shots of the game kind of badly, one of which being an air ball. Um, and then he showed off vintage Russ by getting a steal, taking it coast to coast, and uh, had a fancy in-and-out dribble right at Wendell Carter Jr. 
uh, to finish the break. And that's significant because the last game, you'll remember, West try, or Westbrook tried to straight up poster Wendell Carter Jr., but he met him at the rim and denied the dunk attempt. So uh, it was encouraging to see him be able to finish that. Um, death taxes and Adams getting hit in the Kiwis is what I have writ here, wrote here. Um, this time, Chris Dunn was the culprit. Uh, he drove baseline on Steven Adams, and he tried to propel with his knee in his midsection. <laughs> um, but he was he was called for a foul. Chris Dunn was called for a foul, thank God. So it wasn't a Draymond Green situation. Um, at the end of the quarter, Paul George was shooting 2-7. He had that three, and he had another uh, mid-range jumper. But other than that, he was cold. So he was 2-7 for five points. Russ was 3 of 7, uh, 6 points, and Adams was 4 of 8. Now, I have all those listed, but Dennis and Alex were actually a perfect 3 of 3 from the game. Uh, Schroeder was 2 of 2, and Abrinas was 1 of 1. And on Abrinas' shot, it was actually a pull-up 3-point shot. So, you know, that was pretty impressive to see from Alex Abrinas, who, when he first came to OKC, he was literally just a spot-up shooter. It's a testament to how his game is evolving. Um, Dennis Schroeder, you know, he's just showcasing how important he is to this team um, by coming in and getting buckets in a hurry. And that's what he did. I think he had a he had a tough layup at the rim, which he's been missing a lot at the rim lately. So it was encouraging to see that fall. And he also had a mid-range jumper off of Stephen Adams' pick. So that was great to see. Uh, the last note I have for the first quarter is Russ at the rim was shooting three of three, so 100%. And then anything that looked like a jump shot was over four from Russell Westbrook in the first quarter. So, three seven, three three at the rim, oh four on a jump shot. So just just keep that in mind. Uh, at the end of the quarter, the Thunder led by thirty one to twenty two. They didn't lead by thirty one. I'm sorry. <laughs> they led by nine, thirty one to twenty two. All right. So in the second quarter, Jeremy Grant. Uh, the note I have here is Jeremy Grant is starting to get it to get double teamed in the post. And I say, dot, 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 that's new. Because, you know, we've all kind of seen Jeremy Grant's growth and his development as a player. Um, you know, his big claim to fame was his second game with us. He dunked on Kevin Rant, which will forever be engraved in our hearts. But he's so much more than just a dunker. Like, he's really developed a nice post game. He's developed a nice handle, balance, defense, like, Jeremy Grant's developed a nice piece. I mean, Steven talked about it in our last weekly, but he's starting to get a double team in the post. That is insane to me. And if that's a trend that continues, if it's not just the Bulls that double team Jeremy Grant in the post, that could be huge for the Thunder's offense. Uh, Dennis Schroeder had a quick seven points in the quarter, um, you know, just indicating once more how important he is, uh, the buckets that he could get in a hurry. Um, I have noted at the 5 minute 20 second mark that we have scored 10 points in the quarter. So, you know, we scored the 31 of the first quarter and 10 points by the 520 mark. Well, wouldn't you know that for the rest of the quarter, we would score 22 points in those next 5 minutes. Um, and it happened in a pretty interesting sequence. First of all, uh, Russ got a steal. Uh, he ran the court with Jeremy Grant, lobbed it to him. And Jeremy Grant almost wedged his alley-oop attempt. And for those of you who don't know what wedgie means, it means when the ball gets stuck in between the rim and the backboard. Usually it happens on a jump shot, but Jeremy Grant almost did it on a dunk attempt. But he was somehow able to uh, guide the ball into the hoop. So 
that was awesome. Then the next play uh, comes down. Paul George hits an off-balance, leaning forward three-point shot, which prompts the Bulls to call a timeout. Russ Westbrook's getting the crowd hype. He's waving his arms up. He's cupping his ear. He's clapping like Loud City, like show up. And, you know, out of that timeout, some other stuff happened. We'll talk about that in a second. I did make this note. I think Russ knows he's struggling offensively. You know, Russell Westbrook's not a stupid guy. <laughs> he he has a high basketball IQ for, you know, despite what people want to tell you. But, you know, he I think he knows he's struggling offensively, and that's why he's hustling so hard in the defensive end this year. Um, I want to see how many steals he actually ended up with in this game because at one point he had five. And part of me says he finished with five, but it, it could have been more. Um, he had six the other night. Yeah, he finished with five tonight. So he has 11 steals in the past two games. Uh, he is right there with Paul George and the steals leaders. I actually think Paul George still has um, the lead on him. But, I mean, one and two is Paul George or Russell Westbrook. So uh, that is something that you're not used to seeing from Russell Westbrook, from seeing him hustle so hard in defensive end. So that was awesome. Arshidia Kono, Arshidia Kono, I've decided that's how I'm going to say his name. Arshidia Kono hit the ball off the top corner of the backboard. Paul George rebounds it, comes down, hits a tough step-back jumper, and that would develop a trend because Paul George hits a three, and at that point he hit four shots in a row, um, two of which were, th- or, yeah, two of which were threes. Then he hit another three. And that was five shots in a row. And I just said, bro, like Paul George is in a zone at this point. Um, Then, of course, the next play, Russell Westbrook comes down the floor and blows by Arshadia Kono. Yeah, I said that right. Blows by Arshadia Kono. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. thinks about contesting and he steps back. And Westbrook gets what I call a vintage Westbrook dunk. Like it was ferocious. It was nasty. It looked explosive. And it was... A welcome sight to see in Thunder fans. Um, and then I have the next play, Paul George. I, this is actually the last possession of the game, or of, of the second quarter for the Thunder. Paul George drives in, gets the and one for six, and I have an exclamation point next to six. Six made shots in a row. Of course, he makes his free throw and ends the quarter. Thunder leading 32-22 to 22 in the quarter, 64-44 going into the halftime. So the Thunder led this game comfortably going into halftime. They led throughout the game, but um, you know, going into halftime, they held a nice lead. All right, so in the third quarter, it appeared to belong to Jeremy Grant early for a couple of reasons. But at the beginning, he had a couple of huge dunks, one off a of Westbrook assist right off the bat, and, and then another one off a of Westbrook assist where Grant was able to make a move, and instead of driving baseline, he came inside – on his man, I believe it might have been Lopez, and he just goes up strong with the left hand. No, it was Lori Markinen. It was Lori Markinen. Goes up strong with the left hand over uh, Lopez at the rim, I believe. And, I mean, it was just a ferocious, ferocious tongue. And the next play down the floor, Adams uh, does a nice little spin move and dunks all over Wendell Carter Jr. And not long after that, the seven-minute mark, Wendell Carter Jr. actually picks up his fifth foul, which I tweeted, that is not insignificant. Like, Wendell Carter Jr. is a premier shot blocker in this league, even though he's just a rookie. The dude challenged, met, and beat Russell Westbrook at the rim the last game. So, 
like I said, that's not insignificant. I put when did Bobby Portis learn how to shoot because at that point he was 5 of 10, 1 to 2 from deep. But he actually finished 7-14, which is, you know, still 50%. That's good, but he shot 1 of 4 from deep. So maybe Bobby Portis still hasn't learned how to shoot. Um, this is the note I had uh, with 4.49 left in the third. Westbrook had five steals in the game. That's what he finished with, but, I mean, still, five steals. Like, that is, that's incredible in an NBA game. And then the fun stuff happened. I have a note that says, crap just hit the fan. Wow. And to talk about this, I'm going to go ahead and bring a segment up that I don't think we brought up in a very long time. Uh, and that is going to be out of the box. 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 Dun, dun, dun. throwback for you guys there all right so basically what happened is Terrence Ferguson has the ball and he's dribbling uh, campaign kind of goes for the steal gets called for the foul which Ferguson pushes him because Cameron Payne's still in front of him literally like two feet ahead Westbrook pushes off Chris Dunn to try to get open and since the play is dead Chris Dunn takes offense to this comes up and shoves Russell Westbrook like shoves Russell Westbrook and in any other game, you know, if it was another certain person, maybe if it was a Patrick Beverly or Jamal Murray or Nikola Jokic, somebody like that, Russell Westbrook might have reacted differently. But in this game, Chris Dunn, uh, Russell Westbrook just shrugs and literally laughs like, dude, like why? But then Grant comes over to Dunn to try to de-escalate the situation like hey man you know that you know there's no need for that and then Dunn turns to Grant still still aggressive and clearly heated from the Westbrook uh, interaction and flings his arms up to get Jeremy Grant's hands off of him to which point pissed Jeremy Grant off so then as Jeremy Grant's starting to bark at Chris Dunn Robin Lopez comes out of nowhere and gets in Jeremy Grant's face and he starts to push him back out of the little scuffle and actually has him uh, his butt's literally in somebody's face on the floor i mean let's just call it what it is his butt's literally in somebody's face on the floor and starts to push him into the stands to which jeremy grant grabs robin lopez and flips him into the stands and onto the ground <laughs> which just robin lopez became belligerent like straight irate and as Jeremy Grant kind of gets pulled back from the situation by some uh, I actually think it was Chicago's coaching staff and Russell Westbrook um, and Cameron Payne and Bobby Portis uh, Robin Lopez was held back by the entire Oklahoma City coaching staff Stephen Adams was in front of him like I've never seen Robin Lopez so mad and honestly he was probably mad because Jeremy Grant just threw him to the floor effortlessly um, but Russell Westbrook worked to get Jeremy Grant out of Cameron Payne and Bobby Portis's hands and kind of bring him out of there. I mean, it, it was a wild scene. It was one of those things where I was watching, I was like, oh, you know, Ferguson pushed somebody. Like, you know, that's not out of, you know, Ferguson's repertoire. Like, he's had arguments and fights before, but it was Cameron Payne. I was like, okay, that's fun. And then I saw... 
Chris Dunn just, you know, shoved Westbrook back. And I was like, oh, and I heard the whistles blowing. And then I saw Jeremy Grant come up and Dunn push him. And I saw Lopez and I saw Grant flip him. And I was like, holy crap, what is going on right now? Like, it was one of the most intense moments that I've seen in a Thunder game in at least three days. <laughs> because, you know, of course, everything that happened in the Nuggets game. So, I mean, it was wild. Now, after all the smoke cleared, the conflict had de-escalated. It ended in two sets of double technicals, one being Russ and Chris Dunn, the other being Jeremy Grant and Rob Lopez, and Terrence Ferguson was shooting free throws from his foul. Uh, this actually made Russell Westbrook really mad because, I mean, to his credit, he stepped back, threw his arms up, kind of shrugged, and he didn't do anything to escalate the situation. Um, but being called for the double technical, I guess with the push, even though he's trying to get open, uh, he didn't take great exception to that. So that concludes our segment of out of the box because, and the reason it's out of the box is because it's not something you could see in the box score. You couldn't look at the box score of this game and realize, oh, hey, there was a fight in this Thunder Chicago Bulls game. Uh, you know, this is something you had to actually watch the game, so... That was your segment of Out of the Box. Hope you guys liked it. All right, back to the game. So, a couple possessions down. Lopez gets the ball on the block. Um, He tries to create space and actually elbows Paul George in the ribs. Um, No foul is called. Next next possession down. uh, The Thunder turn it over. Chris Dunn gets the ball. Adams wraps up Chris Dunn to foul him. And Chris Dunn straight up swings and elbows Adams in the face. Now, we've seen Adams get hit in the face many times. His expression doesn't change. He doesn't beckon for a foul call. It's just another day in the office for Steven Adams. But the Thunder crowd at Chesapeake Energy Arena was not very happy about it. Um, There was no review about it. There was no technical call, no flagrant call on Chris Dunn. Uh, He he went down to shoot free throws for Steven Adams wrapping him up. So, uh, then... A few possessions later, Lopez fouled Jeremy Grant, stood over him, and threw the basketball. I put it at him, but let's let's call it what it is. He threw it at his Kiwis, um, to which the refs called a second technical foul. Bye-bye, Lopez. <laughs> like, got him straight up out of there. And at the end, you know, after all the smoke cleared in the end of the third quarter, the Bulls actually outscored the Thunder 25-24. to uh, but the Thunder still had the, held the advantage 88-69. Um, despite this being a pretty good scoring game, the Thunder scoring 121 points, a real strength for the Thunder all year long, being the third quarter, uh, wasn't really relevant today because not only did we get outscored, or not only did we not score you know, more than the, the other quarters, that was the lowest scoring quarter that we had with 24 points um but we scored less than the other team which doesn't happen a lot so uh it it was impressive to see the thunder be able to still win despite not doing it the way they're used to all right so the fourth quarter i just have a bunch of quick hit notes because a lot happened because a lot of people played uh paul george didn't come back in in the fourth quarter i don't believe Steven Adams is back out there. Uh, Adams actually, he had a pretty hard dunk in which he was looking at his hand. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad Adams sat out, you know, maybe rest up his hand a little bit. 
Paul George, of course, just got the elbow to the ribs from uh, Lopez. I, I don't think he came back in after that instance, so I was all right with him sitting. Uh, but Westbrook, Schroeder, Abrinus, Hami, uh, Ferguson, Patterson, Nervous Noel, Abdel Nader, and Timothy Wawu Cabarro all played in the fourth quarter. Uh, the first note I have is Patrick Patterson set up Alex Brinus' pull-up jumper. Just just take that for what it is. Um, next thing I have, it's pretty cool because it sets up what's going to be a crazy night for Hamdou Diallo. And it was Dennis to Diallo, oop, I'm all about it. Because Dennis Schroeder cross half court, Hamdou Diallo is cutting um, down the baseline. And Dennis throws a perfect lob to him and Hami just goes up and crushes the alley-oop. Uh, a couple possessions later, Dennis lobs it to Nerlens Noel. He isn't able to dunk it. He's able to finish a crazy way in which he gets fouled, and he finishes the M1. Then I said Hami just killed the rim driving baseline. Uh, I believe it was Russ that passed it to him. But he passed it to Hami, and Hami did a little bit of cross, a little bit of right-to-left cross, gets into the baseline, like one dribble, and just absolutely explodes on that rim. Uh, then I have Cam Fowl, or Campaign fouled out at 7 minutes and 50 seconds left in the game. And the Thunder Sound people played Hit the Road Jack. I don't know why. I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> um, then I put Russ banked the jumper on purpose. Like, you could tell. Like, you know, there's sometimes people shoot it and it's a bank and it's like, oh, you had to bank that shot. But we've seen Russ bank jumpers all the time. And you can tell it's intentional because of the way that he's shooting the ball. And it was intentional. And I put, he's back, back. He's back, back. Like, Russ is back. All right. And then on Russ's absolutely, like, gorgeous dime for his 10th assist of the game to cement his triple-double was the Hamdou Diallo for a, just a ridiculous reverse M1 layup in which Hami finished the M1. Uh, then literally... Uh, the Thunder went down. They got a stop. Uh, they flipped it ahead to Westbrook, who had a chance at an easy layup, but he flipped. And I thought this was really important to Russell Westbrook because, you know, you get all these people saying he's a terrible teammate. He doesn't, you know, all he cares about is his stats. He had an easy chance to get points right there. Uh, you know, this is a guy that finished the game with just 13 points. Could have ended up 15 points, 16 rebounds, and 10 assists, but instead he flipped it back to a guy who has been struggling in Patrick Patterson. We talked about it in the weekly. If you are a Thunder fan, you know Patrick Patterson struggles. But he flipped it back to Patterson for a huge dunk to not only ignite the bench, ignite the crowd, but ignited Patterson. And it forced a timeout for the Chicago Bulls. Westbrook was celebrating with Patterson. You could tell it was a really uplifting moment. And I just put my point guard as the best. And now, I could be wrong about this. So <laughs> uh, don't fact check me. I'm going to find out and I'll tweet about it if I can find it. But I believe the Oklahoma City Thunder are 4-0 and when Patrick Patterson dunks the ball in the game. So that, again, is not insignificant. Uh, I got Dennis and one shooting 5-5 five of five from the stripe in the game. And then Patrick Patterson actually missed a three-point shot, and Hamdou Diallo goes up, grabs the ball as it comes off the rim, just crushes it, 
and his momentum carries him. He kind of does a pull up on the rim to stop himself, and the ref tees him up for hanging on the rim. Oh, you hate to see it. You hate to see it. But, man, that was that was a brilliant play by Hamadou Diallo. Like, that man is ridiculous. Uh, Dennis came out at the 425 mark for Abdel Nader. Uh, Nader got the ball, and I, I, I put – he just spats and almost turned it over. Uh, he got the ball, and his arms literally just, like, started shaking as he lost the ball. It hit the player that was guarding him, and it went out of bounds. So – he didn't turn it over, but it was pretty comical. Uh, Alex Sabrinas hit a three with, for kicks and giggles. TLC had a strong battle for a steal, uh, in which he wasn't able to actually get the steal, but the Thunder kept possession. So that was good to see. That was literally the only thing TLC did. Um, Hami, who is apparently a third-string point guard, and this is why I say that, because they inbounded the ball to Hamdou Diallo, which was kind of weird to me, but whatever. Um Shaq Harrison comes up to pressure him full court, and Hami just straight arm shoves him, which obviously gets an offensive foul call. And Hami was just, he, I mean, he was shocked. He was in disbelief. He was pleading with the ref to not have the foul. But, I mean, it was a pretty easy call. It was a really easy call. Um, I had this note in here that Chandler Hutchison's a really nice piece. He shot 2 of 4 for the Bulls, but he shot 2 of 2 from deep both of which being in the corner, uh, and the shot looks pure. And, you know, this is a bucket getter from Boise State. Uh, obviously, there's not a spot for him in the rotation right now, but I think that guy's going to be special. Yeah, just my two cents. I uh, got Abdel gets fouled. He's about to shoot free throws, makes one, makes two. So there's two points, and then he comes down on a transition, and he gets a layup, so he has four points. And then... The Thunder, with about 30 seconds left, the Thunder bring down the ball, and you can hear the coaches saying, hold it, hold it, like we don't need points anymore. Just take our shot clock violation, let them dribble out the ball, or dribble out the clock. So Nader had the ball, and he gave it to TLC, and TLC held the ball until the end of the shot clock, giving TLC the turnover, which Worldwide Wob, at Worldwide Wob, uh, Rob Perez, uh, so finally caused the bubonic plague. So Nader passed the bubonic plague to TLC. And that was all she wrote. Uh, the Thunder finished the quarter, uh, outscoring the Bulls 33-27, and finished the game 121-96. to And as I said, you know, this wasn't an insignificant win because even though we did beat the Clippers on Saturday, we had lost two straight before that. Uh, we've got a tough stretch of games coming up. Uh, against playoff teams, so everyone counts at this point. You know, I mean, the you know discount the Suns. The Suns are <laughs> the Suns are gone away. They're fifteenth seed in the West, but the fourteenth seed Minnesota Timberwolves before tonight were seven games out of first place. Uh, the Thunder right now are one and a half games from first place. So that's how tight things are in the Western Conference, and that's how important these quote unquote gimme games are. And it was really encouraging to see the Thunder go out there and take care of business, which the Thunder Sound people let you know because after every game that we win, they will play I Got a Feeling and Taking Care of Business back-to-back. So there you go. All right, with that being said, it is time for the Academy Award for the Player of the Game. All right, now this this award has been a staple 
in Paul George's uh, trophy case. But tonight, it's got to go to Russell Westbrook, man. It's got to go to Russell Westbrook. I don't care that he shot 5 of 13. This guy had 13 points, 16 rebounds, 11 assists, uh, only four turnovers. Uh, I can't math, but that's about 3 to 1 turnover ratio, give or take a couple decimal points. And he had five steals on the game. Didn't shoot a single three-pointer. And really, you know, despite his shooting, he was in con- full control of this game. Like, absolute full control of this game. Uh, for whatever reason, they had Arshidia Kono. Arshidia Kono? Gosh, I cannot get that guy's name, but I love it. They had Arshidia Kono on him for much of the game. They had Chris Dunn on him in stretches. They had Shaq Harrison on him in stretches. Campaign on him. And no matter who was on him, Russell Westbrook just had full control of them. You know, he wasn't necessarily scoring on him, but he was dictating that matchup and getting his teammate easy buckets to the tune of 11 assists. So, for that, Russell Westbrook is tonight's player of the game. What does that mean? Do I get, do I get anything? Do I win? Do I get a bonus? <laughs> That'll be sick. No, it's just, I don't know. Seems dumb. It does. All right, guys. That is going to go ahead and wrap us up on the recap. Uh, before I conclude this recap, I am going to go ahead and do a quick forecast. We play the Sacramento Kings on Wednesday night uh, at 10 o'clock. It's going to be a late one. Buckle up for that. Not excited for that. Uh, the Kings actually just dropped one to the Minnesota Timberwolves, 132 to 105. Um, so they're going to be coming out hungry. Uh, not looking forward to that. We are 0 2 against the Kings right now. So hopefully we can bounce back and get a W there. <coughs> um, after the Kings, uh, the Thunder actually do not play until Saturday, which they played the Utah Jazz at uh, 9 o'clock. Uh, you know. Come back to OKC Top Thunder. We will be live tweeting and a live recording, probably the second half of that game. So definitely check in for that. We won our first meeting with them, but this is at Utah. We know how hostile of an environment that is. We know how good the Jazz play there. And it's going to be a really good game to watch. So hopefully the Thunder can conclude this week 3-0 and we can continue to make that climb to number one in the Western Conference and set our sights on bigger, better things towards the end of the year. But guys, with that being said, I want to thank you all for listening. I want you guys to follow us at OKC Topic Thunder. Uh, find us at thundersintentions.com. Now it's thunderbasketball.com. Uh, anywhere you listen to your podcast, go ahead and subscribe. Listen to or leave us a five-star rating, a positive review that helps us a lot. We definitely appreciate every single one of those. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter at ThunderChats because I'm just so awesome. Just kidding on that part. But yeah, the Thunder won. The Thunder have won two straight. We look to make this a win streak with three straight on Wednesday and keep it here for all things Thunder. And we'll see y'all soon. Hope you have a great night. God bless. And don't forget, Thunder up!
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.